Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Intentional Guy. We are on air today with Pete Rogers. He is a Christian author and host of the Christian Outdoors podcast. How are you doing today, Pete? I'm doing very well, Michael. Thank you for having me, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on our show here today. And we have so many different directions that we could go today on here, but um, I'm really want to talk to you one i i was telling you before we started this my listeners know this i i've just gotten into reading books um this past year i'm 56 years old now and before i was 50 i probably read five books now i can't <laughs> tell you how many books i've read you know uh, but with being more intentional in my my journey i've learned i i enjoy, i love getting books you know and reading someone else's story or um, processes that they've they've learned and things like that and it's helped me in my walk mm -hmm. to be a lot stronger and i've just had to be a lot more intentional in it like push away from the tv uh other things that distract me and make sure that i dedicate time like that for that so i'm interested in um actually getting your book uh it's actually going to be the next one that i order uh, to read so after i read i may have you back on uh i've okay. been doing that i have what's called a bonus talk where we come back and we we discuss uh some of the books i usually like to i was where i like to read them before you came on but now it, it's it's so time consuming that it, it's a little difficult to sometimes do that but mm -hmm. i would love for you to tell us a little bit about your book and about your your christian podcast that you have doubts doors podcast and stuff with us Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for that opportunity. Well, my, my book is entitled, Do You Enjoy God? 12 Steps to Enjoying God Every Day. And the way that came about, Michael, was uh, back in 2014, I was being a theologian. I like to read theology, which for a lot of listeners, they're like, oh, wow, that's a great cure for insomnia, right? And it is for some people. But I was reading the Westminster Shorter Catechism, which is a, and for those who don't know, a catechism is a teaching tool that was designed by the Presbyterian Church in the 1600s to teach new converts about who God is, who Jesus is, who the Holy Spirit, how the church works, etc. And it's written in a question and answer format. And question one of the Westminster Shorter Catechism is, what is the chief end of mankind? The modern version of that is, what is your purpose for being here? And the answer to that question is the chief end of mankind is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. And I read that and I said, well, that's a good Sunday school answer. And I went to question two and question three, and then it kind of struck me again and to enjoy him forever. And I started doing some self-reflection, Michael. And I said, and to enjoy him forever. Does that mean when we get to heaven or should we start really enjoying God now? And so as I started questioning that in myself, I started saying, all right, Pete, do you enjoy God? Well, I worship God. I love God. I acknowledge God. I recognize God's blessings. I recognize God's creation. You know, as an outdoor person, I, I, I see God active in creation all the time. I, I love God. I worship him. I tolerate him sometimes. I mean, let's be real, right? Um, right. But do I enjoy him? And I realized that, you know, I don't think I'm enjoying him in the way that I or the way that he wants me to. I enjoy his blessings. I enjoy right. what he does for me. I enjoy his creation. But am I enjoying him on an intimate, personal way? And I realized I was not. 
So it sent me on a journey to be, to use yours, to be very intentional, to right. seek, to enjoy God every single day. And so I start my day. I started this in 2014. I start my day with how am I going to enjoy God today? Whatever life brings me today, how am I going to enjoy him? How am I going to be focused on as I go to work, as I record a podcast, as I'm writing, how am I enjoying God in that process? And, and in that, I started taking notes of this is what I'm doing. This is what it takes to enjoy God. And I started making these notes. So the book took about 10 years to write because it was just an, an evolution. And I could add another six or eight chapters now. Right. But, right. but at some point you got to publish it. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> at some point you got to stop and you just, all right, that's, that's good enough. And, uh, and I've learned that in my writing, I, I like books. I'm like you, I don't like thick books. I don't like books. This right. if, if it's over 300 pages, I'm not even going to try it. Okay. Right. And in the writing world is based on word count. So I have learned that around 30 to 40,000 words is about a 120 page book. And that seems to be a good place for Christian books. Right? It's a two right. hour read. If you're an, uh, um, an average reader, a three hour read, if you're a slow reader, so you right. can pick it up, read it and you're done. And each chapter stands alone. So you can just, you know, even though it's 12 steps, I was intentional in saying that there is no order to these except step one. And that's chapter one. And that is, it begins with a relationship. You can't enjoy God unless you have a, a intimate personal relationship with him, which is what he seeks the most, right? I mean, what's the chief end? What is our purpose to glorify God and to enjoy him? He created us so that we would glorify him and enjoy him. That is our purpose. It's not to build a big portfolio or to have a lot of kids or to, you know, get married, work 40 hours a week and die. That's not our purpose for being here. We're missing so much of the blessings of God if we don't focus everything on him. And when we focus on him, we start to realize how much he does for us all the time. So chapter one is, again, it's about relationships. It's about and we and we dive into the different relationships that we have in our lives, you know, as a father, right. a husband, an employee, an employer, all those are different relationships. But the one I have with Jesus is is different than any other relationship because he's the only God ever known by humanity that has a relationship with with his creation. Mm. All the other gods that people try to worship, and I say God with a lowercase g in right. that situation. Um, they don't have a relationship with them. Buddha's dead. Confucius is dead. Muhammad is dead. Allah is dead. But Jesus is alive. Right. And, and he wants to have that daily interaction relationship with him. All right. So that's that's where it starts. And then after that, I start breaking down the different ways in which we can enjoy. I start uh, I have a chapter on understanding your gifts. Now, Corinthians 12 tells us that the Holy Spirit gives gifts to each one as he determines. Michael has different gifts than Pete does. And Lisa has different gifts than Michael does. And my wife, Susan, has different gifts because the Holy Spirit gives us. How do we know what our gifts are? So I have a whole chapter on how do you know what God has blessed you with in your gifts? And there's a chapter on what does it mean to be created in the image of God? What does that mean to be an image bearer that we're like God in will, intellect and authority? How do we embrace that? And the thing that was so 
transformative to me, Michael, in that chapter as I was writing it was not only do I recognize that I carry the image of God, but so do you. Mm-hmm. It makes me look at other people differently. People that I used to just, you know, and I'm being very transparent here that we're all judgmental. We see somebody right. who's different from us or, you know, whether it's economically or ethnically or, or, uh, politically, we look at them and we say, well, you're not like me. So, and we, and we cast this judgment on them from a distance. But when I started being very focused on saying that person is created in the image of God, just like I am, God created that person in his image. He, that person has God's thumbprint on them to be unique and to be special the way he created them. It completely changed the way that I look at other people and the way I address people and the way that I uh, form opinions about people. A lot of that's just gone out the window. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's very transformative. So I won't go through every chapter because I know we have limited time here, but the whole purpose of the book is to help you, the reader to follow these steps in, in whatever order you want to right, and to understand how you could enjoy God. Of course, there's a chapter on enjoying God when trying times happen, when tragedy strikes, uh, in the good times, um, and, uh, enjoying God in worship. That seems to be the one I get the most, um, feedback from, um, people really have resonated with how do we enjoy God in worship that, uh, as I used to say when I was preaching, to when when we go to a service, a lot of the people in the pew say, "All right, preacher, here I, here I am, serve us." Right, and that's not what it's about. It's not about you; mm-hmm. it's about him. And when we go to church, we need to recognize that we're not there for us; we're there for him. Right, we're there to bring praise and honor to God. Whether you're a traditionalist, whether you're a contemporary or modern style worship, whether it's rock and roll or three hymns and a poem, it whatever connects you to God, it's not, still not about you. It's about him. And uh, um, anyway, so those are that's what the book's about. And I have it in a paperback and audio book and also a Kindle book. So I actually read the book to make an audio book. Uh, and that was a challenge. Well, I'm here to yes. tell you. The first time I, I did know. it, I recorded it in the wrong format. Mm. So I had to stop. I had to go do it all over again. So that was a big learning curve. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. My book's in audio. I, I, you're braver than me. I, I had someone do it. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but I, and I love Audible and I have a lot of listeners that listen to it, which I, I, Actually, tomorrow I've got a couple of time, so I might just get that audible today and, and listen to it tomorrow on there. Um, I like what you're saying, what what you're what it's describing in your book, because for me, I struggled for a long time with my identity in Christ, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I let everybody else put labels on me, you right. know, and, and I and I even labeled myself because I I mean, that's how we were, were taught, I think, pretty much, you know. And I was taking the worst moments in my life, the worst events that took place and letting that be my identity. Right. Right. But I grew up where it was like a cookie cutter uh, Christianity where we all had to do the same things. We're the same way. And, and what I found in my journey is that 
I don't want to be like everybody else. I want to be who God created me to be, and he created me for a different person. I mean, different purpose than what he's created you for. Right. And I, you know, I want to explore that more in my life. And right. I, and that's one of the things I actually talk about when I go to men's conferences a lot is, is, is your uniqueness. I can remember as a young pastor, uh, I, I love Tony Evans preaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was like, God, I wish I could preach like Tony Evans. I wish I could preach like Tony Evans. And, and one day I was doing that and God said, I don't need another Tony. I have Tony. Mm-hmm. I need Pete. I called you to be who you are for me. And boy, that completely transformed my entire way of approaching ministry. Like, I don't, I don't have to be like, I don't need to be, and I shouldn't want to be like Tony Evans or like Michael Chestnut. I need to be Pete because God created me in a unique way. He made me this way to serve him the way that I can. And it was, it was completely transformative whenever I learned that. Yes, because you're gonna God's gonna give you a a unique way of doing it, like your podcast, you know, Christian yeah, Outdoors yeah. podcast. You know, that you're gonna reach some people that I want. I'm not I'm not a hunter, I'm not a fisherman, I'm not mm-hmm. my my form of camping is the holiday inn is slumming it for me, you know. Uh that that's that's mine, but there's so many people. Uh, and I know on my listeners and stuff like that, that they are hunters. They are mm-hmm. um, fishermen. They, they are believers, you know, too. And right. I like that you can mix those two together with our faith and have right. conversations about that, you know, yeah. and that you can yeah. enjoy every aspect of your life to be God honoring and be who you are, you know? Right. So, right. Right. And, and, and a lot of that's how the podcast came about, you know, as an outdoor writer for 20, I don't even know how many years now, uh, I'm out all carried. I'm not a math guy. So 25, 26 years I've been publishing outdoor material in hunting and fishing magazines, websites. I got five outdoor books, two of which have been outdoor book of the year when they were released. Um, and so my passions are anything to do outdoors in Jesus. Those are the things I'm most passionate about. And that's how Christian Outdoors came about was, why don't I merge the things that I'm the most passionate about? Because there are other people like me. I've been fortunate to get to travel around the country a good bit to hunt and fish and things. And I meet people everywhere. And to me, I tell people all the time that one of the reasons I travel to hunt is not to hunt the different animals, although I I do enjoy that. It's the places I get to go and the people I get Mm. to meet. I live in South Carolina, right? Deep, thick, southeastern woods. When I get to go hunt in South Dakota, it's because I'm in the prairies. It's wide open. It's so different from anything I do here. That's what I enjoy is those different challenges and the people I meet when I go. Right. And what I've learned is in doing that, Michael, is that almost everybody I've come in contact with, like 99% are people of faith. They right. recognize God in creation. They that they recognize that this didn't just happen, that there is a God who did this. And they may have different levels of relationships with God, you know, some very minor, some like I, you know, I know God did this, but he doesn't care about me kind of stuff. And the people that are very passionate about their faith. 
and I just saw a, a, a great opportunity there to merge those two passions and to talk to people who love to hike and to camp and to canoe and to hunt and fish, but also love Jesus and to talk about those two things together. So, and that's where Christian Outdoors podcast came about. Wow. And you've been doing, you, you've had this show for how long now? Well, we started October of 2019. So, uh, me almost our third year now, hundred and I think our, I, I do an episode a week. So 138 episodes, 139, something like that. Um, and we are pushing 300,000 followers now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. We should we'll hit 300,000 by the end of the month. Oh, that's awesome. We'll make sure that we, we kind of help you with that. We'll put that in our description so that our, our listeners have it. Cause I, I'm, you know, me, I have a job where, um, I'm monitoring doing different things and I get to listen, uh, to podcasts. So I, I was listening to other stuff and I was like, why are you doing that? Why? I, and I started getting into the world of podcasts and I loved it because I could find things that interest me. Right. And that, but lifted me up. And I was listening to the news station all day long and I just would feel defeated. Just by depressed the as I'll get out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. No. So yes. I like things that are going to build my faith build me up as a man too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. as well and and i like that you're doing the things that you're passionate about because that's right. what our life should be about and like your book i do like do you enjoy god i and what i'm listening to you as you talk you're talking about passion you're talking about joy and that's things sometimes that we don't relate with christianity you know right, we right. we can relate the suffering part very well to christianity and everything but you know i am in a new stage in my life where i have such joy that i didn't think i would have before you know and today i have a lot more joy uh, than what i had previously so um i think we lost your audio again yep yep can you hear me Me tell him because I can edit this. Can you hear me? There you go. I can. And I can edit that part. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that happened. Sorry. I don't know. That's okay. Um, so anyways, coming back to that, I, I just like the fact that you're, you can have that you're, you know, it's the enjoyment of serving God. You know, it, mm-hmm. we can still have joy, even if the world around us is still maybe a little dark and dingy. Right. You know, know, one of the things, because we have five children, my wife and I do, and I used to have this little saying to my kids when I take them to school, because my wife was a school teacher, so she'd take some to her school and I'd take the other ones to the other schools, wherever they were. And I would always say, have a great day and make a difference today. Mm. Make a difference today. And they're like, whatever, dad. Well, after I started this process of trying to enjoy God, I, I added, make a difference and enjoy God today. 
And, mm. and I just kept saying that and kept saying that every day and they'd roll their eyes, you know, whatever Dad. and, <laughs> and we're the family that still has dinner around the table. Right. Every, every night we still do that. Even though my kids are grown for the most, there's, there's two, two at home. Um, and the rest are gone, but we still have dinner at the table five out of seven nights a week. Right. And we have this conversation. How did you enjoy God today? What kind of difference did you make today? Whatever you're doing, what kind of difference did you make? And sometimes we got to think about it and struggle. So, right. you know what? I really didn't have an opportunity because I work at home. Right. And so there's days go by where I never see another person. Right. right. So it's kind of hard to say, well, did I make a difference? Well, I hope it did through my podcast or through some emails I sent to somebody or a text message I sent to somebody. But, um, and by driving that home, how am I going to enjoy God today? How will I enjoy God today? And continuing to keep that in the front of my mind. I even put a post-it note on my mirror in my bathroom. How will you enjoy God today? Yeah. And it and just like, makes a, it makes a difference. It really does. It does. And, that, and that's where intentional guy came because one of the things is we get to choose how our, our life can be. I mean, we get to make choices. God allows that for us. And I realized for myself, uh, you know, I wasn't really pouring in the right stuff into me. So therefore what mm -hmm. was flowing out of me, of course, that's why I, I felt the way that I did. And once mm -hmm. I made that change and I started, uh, like Stephen Furtick's one of my favorite ministers. I like listening to him. I started mm -hmm. listening to his thing, but then I was like, what, you know, that was once a week. Now I need something else. So then I started seeking out other podcasts and stuff right. that I could listen to. I love audible books. I'm reading audible books. And what I'm finding out is what I'm pouring into myself. If I want joy in my life, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to work at that. I'm going to have right. to pour those things into me. And if I want to find the person that God has created me to be and have that pure happiness within Christ, mm -hmm. then I'm going to have to be intentional in that and, and seek it, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and there are, and that's what I like about your podcast, your book, other things like that, because we have, we have so many resources available to us today that we haven't in the past. Right. And it all comes back to what do you choose today? to do right know, right it really is it really is you know and and back to my podcast sometimes we talk about things that are just outdoor related but a lot of times um we talk only about christian topics we 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 cover things that are only related to your specific faith journey uh a pastor friend in my of of mine and i did a series back in january we, we called the art of pastoring and we talked about it in a way that we want congregations to know what pastors go through right. and how and what the job really entails and some of the things that people don't know about and all those kind of things. And we and uh, and then other times we talk about, you know, hiking the Appalachian Trail and what that journey was like and what kind right. of things you face in those. And it's just a good mixture of things that I think uh, obviously some people, you know, people are liking and resonating with. Um, and it's, uh, it's just, it's just a joy to do because I get to meet so many great people and talk to so many great people about, about their faith journey. And one of the things that you find out about it, I'm saying this for the listeners is that there is no wrong way to come to Jesus. Mm. There is no wrong way. 
Um, your path to coming to relationship with Jesus, I'm sure is very different from mine, whether you grow up in church. Right. And as my children say, I've never not believed in Jesus or whether you're like me who didn't grow up in church and started going as a teenager and you, and all this stuff starts to learn and grow and, and it, or you're in your thirties or forties and you come to Jesus, then there's no wrong way and right. it's never too late. And that's one of the most important things I want people to realize is that when we share all these different people's faith journey is to drive home the point of there's no wrong way to come to Jesus. And, and there is, and it's never too late. It's never too. And that's the, you know, the parable Jesus had about the workers in the field and these worked all day and got two pennies. And this one came in at, at four thirty, and they got the same two pennies. Well, why did you agree? That's what you agreed to. It doesn't matter when you come, the reward's still the same. Right. I like that. I like that because a lot of times life gets us down and we think, you know, for me, for the longest time, I felt like I was, I, I couldn't come back to God. Yeah. You know, and, and for different reasons, you know, and that's what the enemy wants to do. He likes to lie in our ear. And it's funny. I say this a lot. We will lend our ear to the enemy way more than we will listen to God's truth mm -hmm. that is around us. Right. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn to be intentional in doing that, that, you know, I can choose to listen to the lies or I can choose to listen to truth. But right. how do I find truth? Truth comes from hearing and mm -hmm. being in the word, but also, you know, other, I think relationships are important. I think um, finding the right resources out there are important mm -hmm. and start pouring into yourself what is what's god and god will show up god is already there he's really waiting for you to show up that's right to, that's exactly start right. having that that's you know? exactly right you can never get too far away from god you know and the reason is because he's never that far from us he's always you know uh, i can't remember the theologian's name now but he talked about the hound of heaven and god pursues us like the hound pursues the deer and, and, and I've loved, I even have it on my, on a hat of mine. It says, you know, it's like the hound of heaven. God is constantly chasing us, constantly chasing us, just like the hound chases the deer. And I love that, that as an outdoorsman, I love that analogy. And it's, right. and it, it, it's so true. God never, never is too far from us ever. He's always just right there waiting, waiting for us. And restoration and redemption being redeemed is all in reach and there i think for me that i went the longest time because i couldn't see the hope mm -hmm. i couldn't find the hope mm -hmm. and, and what's amazing is as i as i wrote my book i looked and i saw how god was right there in the wings the whole time just waiting for me to turn to him and as soon as i did it was quick right you know, right. it didn't take as long as I thought. The hardest part of the journey was uh, surrendering right. to right. God. That and, was the hardest part. And, you know, Michael, I think if, if we're all honest with ourselves, which a lot of people don't want to be, because sometimes right. being, being honest with yourself is an ugly scene. Um, all of us have felt times when we feel like God has abandoned us or God is distant. We've all felt that, whether... You know, whether it's when our child dies, my wife and I lost a baby at three months old, whether it's when a child dies or, or you lose a job or, or a parent or a sibling or whatever, 
you know, some, some tragedy happens. We feel like God abandoned us and God let us down and all that. And we've all felt that. But the reality is, is that without sounding cliche is, is that every time we hurt, God hurts. When our heart breaks, God's heart breaks. When, when we are sobbing, he is too. And that he is there because we live in a sinful world and bad things happen when we live in a sinful right. world. Thank you, Adam and Eve. Right. But, right. uh, but because of that, God sent Jesus to redeem us and to forgive us of all of our sins that he's already paid the price. All we right. have to do is accept it. And I've used this analogy before. If I were to take a package from Amazon, right. Are you like right. me? Amazon comes every day to your house. My, oh, my <laughs> like wife. Every day. It's <laughs> Amazon day. Every day, every day. Every day. But if I were to take a package and wrap it in a, put a nice little bow on it. And I say, here, Michael, I, I got this for you. Are you going to say, no, thanks. I don't want that. No. Uh, or, or are you going to say, thank you, Pete. I appreciate it. And you're right. going to open and see what's inside. Right. Why don't we do that with God? That's what God's doing. Here is Jesus wrapped up in the, in a bow shaped like a cross. Here is Jesus for you. All you have to do is accept it. That's all you yeah. have to do. It's not complicated. I don't know why we complicate it. It is not complicated. It doesn't take a lot of faith. Jesus tells us that it takes a little bit of faith, the faith of a mercy yeah. seed. That's all. And I will do the rest with, with what you start with. Don't make it so difficult because it's not Accept the free gift. It's, it's simple. And, and it's even, I know as we're, as we're talking, uh, I know my listeners are some listeners that life is hard right now. There's some things in your life that you're just whatever, wherever it may be. And I was one of those people I catastrophized everything. And I thought my world was just worse than everybody else's world. And what mm -hmm. I realized was we all go through the same thing, just in different paths, maybe different ways, but they're the same. And the, re the results are the same too. God can take care of these needs these mm -hmm. situations and a lot of times these situations what i realized were self-inflicted right or was god saying you know it's because you're not turning to me i can't take care of it until you allow me to right and i was in my way most of the time so oh that's that's i think we're all guilty of being in being in our own way or being in god's way for what he wants to do for us you know there is one thing i'd like to add if i may um and that's the cover of the book um, you'll notice that the cover of the book is a picture of a young lady with her arms outstretched over the mountains. That is the daughter of a dear friend of mine that, uh, took that picture. I, I got their permission to use, uh, Darby, uh, on that. And, and they call that picture finally free. Her story is in the book and it's one of the most, um, I lived it because her parents and I, and my wife and I are really, really good friends. And our boys played ball together for years. So we saw them all the time and, and we were with Darby and, and with that family through the whole process. But that, that young lady changed so many people's lives through her faith and through what she was able to accomplish. Um, if you only read that chapter, then that's worth the price of the book. Uh, wow. And, and, and I loved as soon as I got through with the book and I was, you know, praying about it. I said, I know what needs to go on the cover. And that is that picture of Darby. And, uh, the parents were very gracious enough to allow me to use it. 
And, uh, and, and I just encourage you to listen to that or to read that chapter of, about Darby because it is really a powerful story about her. Well, I appreciate it. I, I actually, I think I'm going to be getting the audible part today. I'm glad to know it's on audible. Yep. And, um, how long is it on audible? Do you know? It's under, it's, it's in the best Christian books under two hours. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's, yep. that's a great, that will be great. That, well, that gives me my day tomorrow. That's, there that's you awesome. go. <laughs> so, yeah. well, Pete, thank you so much for being on our show today. Where Absolutely. can they go to find you? All right. Christianoutdoors.org is my website and everything is there. That's the easiest place to catch me. That's Christian Outdoors plural outdoors.org and you can find out about me all my podcast episodes are there all my books are there some merchandise with my hats and shirts and stuff is available there as well um and i would like to say this if you don't mind if you are looking for someone to come speak at a men's conference or retreat or anything like that that's something that i really enjoy doing and i'm available for that you can go to my website and it and there's links there to uh, see about getting me booked to do that for you great well, Pete, again, thank you so much for being on our show today. I really enjoyed our conversation. Looking forward to, to reading your book and probably talk to you some more about that in the future here. So, Pete, thanks again for being here. You're quite until welcome. My, until all our listeners out there, until next time, just keep being intentional. We'll talk to you later.